0: Today is Friday, January the 29th, and this is episode number 22 of the Khan Wealth Advisory podcast series. I'm Asif Khan, Wealth Advisor with BMO Private Wealth. Well, what an interesting week. We knew that the White House would not be giving us our regular dose of entertainment, so the stock market gave it to us instead this week. These past few days were incredible with regards to a few stocks that traded to prices that do not make sense, namely GameStop and AMC Theaters. These companies became all the excitement of supposed retail day traders on Reddit, an online investor forum. Some or most of these Reddit social media traders have made money, are making money, and some may not be making money. However, as a result, several prominent hedge funds have taken quite a bit of a loss as they were shorting GameStop and other companies. Shorting is not something that the common investor takes part in. It's a style that goes against our regular human psychology. We invest for growth and don't bet the other way so as to profit from someone else's shortcomings. So what is shorting or the strategy behind it? Companies like GameStop or AMC and many others are targeted by certain Wall Street traders or hedge funds as companies that potentially are not going to do well or simply will not make it. So, they put pressure on the stocks to the downside by placing short trade bets. They essentially sell shares that they do not own. So, their account has a negative amount of shares. If they are right, they make money as the company trades to lower prices and perhaps eventually goes bankrupt. So, when the price drops to a low enough price, they will buy the stock back that they shorted so as to net out their position to zero. In this process, they have made money when a company is not doing well. Essentially, if a company is priced at $10 and someone thinks it's worth $5, they sell shares at $10 and then buy them at $5 after a period of time. When they cover the negative short trade, they just made $5 per share. However, with GameStop, the hedge funds got caught. Not only did the price go up because of the Reddit traders, but it went up a lot. So, they have huge losses on the books. So, what to do? They have to cover their bad trade. Covering or losing money on the short side has forced many of these hedge funds to sell off their long positions. What this means is that they had to cover their short trade by selling their good companies. Again, if you were short thousands of shares of GameStop and AMC, and if the stock price of those companies rises considerably, you will have to buy these shares back at a loss you have to pay the higher price plus the borrow rate and so to get the money to cover the bad trade, you either have to borrow or you have to sell other holdings, which is what occurred on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week a sell-off of good companies to cover the short trades. According to recent reports from several of the largest prime brokerage units, they have flagged Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and possibly today, Friday, As three of the top five de-grossing days, which is selling longs and buying back shorts over the past decade. Stock and option volumes have been explosive with GameStop and AMC trading doing more dollar volume than companies like Apple. That is what the media has been referring to as a short squeeze. This is not rational. As mentioned, these squeezes are supposedly cooked up by the anti-establishment type retail investors on Reddit boards. A question to ask then is, will online investor forums or social media be the new age research? Will we rely on them more than actual analysts and economists? In the long run, I highly doubt it. We have to rely on fundamentals, logic, and just plain old common sense when it comes to investing. The lesson to remember from this week's price action of these stocks is that we have or are witnessing a bubble by pure definition, or just plain old speculative mania, or simply the classic pump and dump scheme. Kudos to those that were able to trade this and make money. Takes nerves to buy something and know that it is not worth what you are paying for it. It was not worth the price paid this week in the past definitely not in the present and no hope that would that it would ever be worth that value in the future. The Reddit traders are trying to imply that the point of the stock market is to be really fun and exciting and let people mess with each other and make some make some of them super rich more or less at random. The point of the stock market is to enable price discovery or encourage capital formation or Some term that's boring like that. Stock markets exist so that companies can raise money to fund their growth plans. And collectively, we, along with the smart analysts, work diligently to put the proper value on those companies so that we as a society can know what companies are most valuable to own. Stock markets exist so that the regular person can invest their savings in those companies, making everyone better off. This is the social purpose of the markets. The ideology of the Robinhood Reddit trader is in contrast to this, even though they purport to be doing something that is for the common collective. Perhaps what they are doing is really fun, making a lot of money and losing a lot of money. These traders are actually taking pride in their wins and losses and are posting it online. It's odd. It's actually dangerous. A part of me, though, does agree with the Robinhood Reddit social activism issue of shorting a company. I'm versed with the technical side of how and why it supposedly makes for a more efficient market when shorting is allowed. However, a question to ask is if this should be allowed. If a company like GameStop, which is obviously hurting as malls are closed and foot traffic to their stores is down considerably due to the pandemic, and at the same time they, the company, are looking at restructuring plans, should they not be allowed the time and space to exercise their restructuring plans? Why should supposed vultures be allowed to try and kill what's left? I'm just asking. This is where the Robinhood Reddit trader is getting their rationale for their moves. Buy the stock, bid it higher, so that the hedge fund short traders get caught in a short squeeze and lose a lot of money. The problem with this is that GameStop is not worth these elevated prices. They are a retail store after all that is not making money. Someone is going to get hurt when this all unwinds. And what about these investment forums and the likes of Elon Musk who sparked the flurry of excitement on GameStop going higher artificially? Is this also not unethical? I know many would have made money, but eventually someone buys at the high and must sell at a lower price because reality sets back in. If we are talking about amateur traders, then surely some of these good folks who are just trying to make it will get burned. That's not fair. They were made to believe that some version of rob from the rich and give to the poor meant they too could benefit. Shame on those who threw fuel to the fire and perhaps continue to do so. Social media and the ability to get many to follow a line of thinking is probably here to stay. There will be more wacky things to happen with the markets and life in general because of social media and the ability to influence a large number of people in a short amount of time. This is the stuff that movies can be made of. At the same time, I imagine some smart folks are trying to design ways to ensure efficiency of pricing is somehow paramount in the markets and not the ability to create rampant speculation. Despite this week's wacky trading, Austin and I wanted to ensure our listeners that from a fundamental perspective, nothing has changed for us. The outlook of our long-term perspective from before is is exactly the same. We are believers of a better tomorrow as we are already observing several signs of potential normalization. We know that short-term performance and market activity can be noisy we would much prefer to study and reflect on longer periods than days and weeks. There are still risks related to the virus and its impact on the global economy, but we believe the groundwork is being laid for the economic activity to return to pre-pandemic levels. Vaccines have begun distribution, and additional fiscal support is on the way. The next few months should give us more evidence of this. To close out, I'd like to give you a quote for today, and this quote is from Charlie Munger. He says, The first rule of compounding, never interrupt it unnecessarily. Here's our corny dad joke. Dad tells his kids, here's some advice for you kids. Don't sing in the shower. Kids say, what? Why not? Dad replies by saying, well, if you get soap in your mouth, it will, it will turn into a soap opera. Thanks for listening today. Talk to you soon. Call us anytime with your questions or comments. My number is 416-725-9133 and Austin's number is 416-709-7879. This is Asif Khan signing off. Be well and have a wonderful weekend. Well, hello. You still listening? Wonderful. I don't know about you, but I really can't wait for normal to somehow kind of set back in. Don't get me wrong. I've really enjoyed this extra family time and it's really helped all of us bond. And, and of course, some of us from time to time are getting on each other's nerves, but it's been great. But to be able to move about again... Uh, would be wonderful so let 's hope for some great weather to come about there 's only maybe a month or month and a half left of some of this cold weather and then uh, the spring and all sorts of wonderful things to look forward to. I may not have mentioned in the past, but one of my daughters is a budding artist. she also plays the guitar and and uh, has taught herself how to do both. She recently launched a website i 'm not sure if it 's up and ready yet, but it looks pretty neat If you ever want to visit it it 's it uh, It is called byalia.com, B-Y-A-L-I-A dot com. And funny thing, one of my other daughters yesterday was mentioning about not understanding why there is this concept of a compass in north, east, west, south. She goes, I don't get it. You know, when you're standing in one direction, how do you know which way is north and how do you remember, you know, which way to go all the time? I think what I'm going to have to do this summer is do a road trip. Print out some old-fashioned maps and get them to guide me. Gosh, these young kids. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye.